Hi and welcome back to another episode of Rara the Podcast. I am your host Unzube, continually inspiring you to live life unapologetically. Um, if today is your first time listening in, you're very much welcome. And I just want to say a very big thank you to every one of you who shares my podcast, listens in every Sunday within the week, who just tells someone to tell someone to listen in. Y'all are really amazing. And I'm just grateful that this is gradually becoming a family and community of people. It just gladdens my heart when I get messages like, oh, I just wanted someone to talk to me about that or I, it was, it, you just sounded like you were talking to me or I really needed to hear that. It just, you know, it gladdens my heart. I, I love it. I love you guys. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, and I also have to say this. I know that the length of today's episode is not something you're used to. Yes, I know. I know yes but i promise you you're not just going to relate to um the things we're going to be saying in this conversation but i believe that you're going to sit back and reevaluate you're going to learn to drop some really harmful habits and just generally make good life decisions because i think that's what happened to me after I finish recording this. I feel like I I learned a whole lot of things and I am just excited to share. And for those of you who don't know already, I bet people that uh on my social media already know this. I'm having a conversation with two amazing women. I felt a lot of nostalgia having this conversation. I think people that attended FGC would know that, but yes. And yeah that's about it um if i don't think i'm going to be coming back after the conversation to say my goodbyes so just this is it i hope you have a lovely week ahead i hope you stay you know unapologetic and all of that and also um whatever platform you're listening on i would suggest and plead that you subscribe and favorite podcast so you can get notified whenever a new episode is out And on that note, I think I will be having a bonus episode out by Wednesday, I think, yes. So, yeah, so just stay connected, stay tuned to this space so you get all of that info. So without further ado, let's just get right into it. So, hi guys, I... I can't tell, I can't really explain how excited I am that we're doing this. I feel like this is the first time. No, I feel like this is actually the first time all three of us are um, going to be in a conversation in like six years, I think. And this is so good. I mean, I'm really grateful for you too. And I have to say this, I know this is not the time and place, but I'm so proud of the women you are and you are becoming and it's such a breath of fresh air that y'all have you know so much magic to share around so um for the sake of those that are listening but don't know who you are i would want you to introduce yourselves so we'll start with buki so buki tell us something about you oh hi everyone my name is Renita Chibunkem Obichere. 
but then you can call me Buki. Yeah. I am a student. I am a microbiologist. I graduated from Nambia Zikiwe University in 2018. And on in, in the same year, I moved to the U.S. where I'm currently trying to get into medical school. I'm super excited to be here today. Oh, we're happy to have you too. So yeah, Daniela, over to you. Hi, everyone. My name is Daniela Chinedu Ibiam. Um, I'm a citizen of Nigeria by birth, and I'm from the Igbo tribe. Um, I lived for the first 18 years of my life in Nigeria and actually went to two secondary schools in both Abuja and Imo states. Um, I moved to the U.S. in 2015 to do my bachelor's and graduated in 2019 with a major in biochemistry and molecular biology. I'm currently working towards my master's as well as getting into medical school. Um, Yeah, so that's a little bit about myself. Oh, that's really interesting. Yo, I, I have... I have such amazing friends. I mean, right now, you're going to have to agree with me that my friends are top-notch. Well, um, for the sake of not wasting so much time, um, we're going to get into the topic of today. And as you already know, we're talking about things that we, we've done away with, or things that we're still learning to do away with. But not just that, just basically things that... Um, we've learned in our journey so far as people, young women in our 20s. And I feel like there's something with this whole thing. When when you're hearing something from someone that is in the same journey as you, a similar journey as you, someone that understands your struggles, I feel like it hits different. Because if most times when our, old, when our older people tell us, don't do this, do that, it feels like they're not letting us live our lives. Uh, maybe they're imposing their beliefs on us or, you know, random things like that. But I feel like when 20s talk to 20s, and not just 20s, young people in general, when they talk to young people um, from their experiences, from what they've had to go through in life, it just makes better sense. I don't know if you people understand what I'm saying. It definitely does. Yeah. Yes. So, um... I already said this earlier when we were talking a lot, but I really wish we were having this conversation in some island, you know, sipping, you know, really chill oh. wine. <laughs> in in due time. In, in due, due time, time. Will. Yes, in due time. So um, we're going to start with Daniela. So can you tell us one thing you've learned so far in your journey? Definitely. So, and you you'll hear like a certain pattern just as we go along in this podcast, that what I, I've learned, I'm definitely not a master at it yet. I'm still learning, you know, still trying to improve upon these things. Um, but one such thing is I'm learning um, not to judge myself and others, my loved ones, my family, friends, by, you know, societal standards of life milestones, basically. Um, essentially I don't expect myself, um, or my friends to be married by 30 or have their, their lives, their stuff figured out in their twenties, even because, you know, success and learning looks different for everyone. So I'm just learning to really appreciate whatever stage 
of life people are. You know, if I have a friend who decides to, I know, get married at 22 versus a friend who decides to wait till she's 35, you know, that's still fine. Yeah, just really appreciate myself and people's journeys in that way. Agree. I feel like this is so good because I, this whole time, especially in this social media era, the society puts so much pressure on us to be a certain Mm, way exactly by a certain time and it just you know it weighs a lot of people down forcing you to travel life in a fixed direction like you have to do this by this time and by this time you have to do that it's like following following a certain pattern but it's never the reality yeah and and I, i also feel like that's compounded by the fact that we're you know somehow in the Nigerian culture, the Nigerian society is like ingrained in us too. So, you know, there's always this pressure regardless of tribe to, you know, once you graduate from school, everyone is like, oh, when are you going to marry? Ah, there's that, the man. That's so true. My, <laughs> you know, my auntie so actually true. told me, <laughs> my auntie actually told me sometime, it was during Thanksgiving last year and she said, oh, Buki, you've graduated college you have a degree um she's in her words she said you know the next thing is for you to get married right i was so weak oh but yeah so uh, anyways Buki, since you're already talking so tell us something you've learned in your journey so far or something you're learning to do away with Yes, I agree with the latter. I am learning to do away with these things. I'm certainly not perfect at them. But, you know, can't help us. I would say I've learned or I'm still learning to do away with expectations. So thinking and having certain expectations that um, people have to do certain things for you or certain situations have to play out in a certain way because you either have like a relationship with these people or you have some sort of connection with someone. It's just, it breeds disappointment. Mm. Self-entitlement of any sort should be, we should try to get rid of them because it doesn't help you, it hurts you. And when your expectations are too high, it actually hurts you. For I, I have a friend that always says, like, expecting people to treat you well because you're a good person is like expecting a lion not to eat you because you're a vegetarian. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, that's that's good. But that's like, that's the way that's it is. Like good. people are like, oh, I didn't expect him to do that. Oh, I didn't expect her to say that. Oh, I didn't expect things to play out mm-hmm. like this. But when you come into situations and you face it like open mindedly. Um, without ex- expecting things, I feel like things play out better. Yeah. For you, pressing, and I've learned this over time. I think I learned this the hard way, but the good thing is I learned mm. it. So yeah, that's definitely one thing I have let go of, and I encourage you to do away with it too. You know, the funny thing is, I actually have this on my list, and <laughs> I titled it <laughs> "On Due Sense of Entitlement." Mm. It's it's a problem, and it. I think it's it's very consistent with especially young people today because people are just expecting people to do stuff for them. Mm. The truth is, as much as um, 
you might be in a partnership with someone and expect it's, it would be normal to expect some things. Nobody really owes you anything. That's true. You're, <laughs> yes, you're going to have I... to get some things yourself. And the more you keep expecting yes. people to do stuff for you, you're, you might just end up being stuck in one place. I think it's also I think it's also a cultural thing. Like um back home in Nigeria life is a certain way. Like there's certain things your parents do for you for like uh, years before you eventually take responsibility for yourself. Mm-hmm. And that way most young people are used to oh my parents are supposed to do this, my parents are supposed to do that or I deserve this, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. But when, when you actually go to other places, you realize that nobody owes you yeah, shit. Yeah, that's like, true. There that's are people true. who your parents just bring you into the world and leave you be. They don't. They, they, yes, you have to fend for yourself. You have to do certain things for yourself. That's like back true. home, I know that my parents were always there during school like my whole college they always took it up to themselves to give me money send me things you know i was collecting alawi one or two all the time yeah but the truth is like welcome to the reality welcome to real life (laughs) it's like in america it's like um, i have to get a job i have to do things and my own money i can't be calling my dad like oh hi dad i need this i need mm-hmm. that he's like you should be working <laughs> and i <laughs> so i relate to that different. so much <laughs> honestly <laughs> you have to do things for yourself yeah and so i don't have those expectations anymore rather it makes me want to work harder because i know that in the end i mean this alone you yes. know true true <laughs> and you know in the same in the same breath you know we're talking about expectations um, I was also thinking, you know, I'm learning to be patient with people, you know, not okay. to actually project expectations of myself, whether good or bad, onto people. True. Yeah. True. I feel like that's really important. And that's something I definitely, you know, I used to hold, I still do hold myself to a certain level of, or certain standard of excellence when it comes to, you know, academia. But then, you know, it really dawned on me that, you know, because someone, someone's idea of success might not be mine and, you know, I shouldn't judge them or, you know, look at them less than because of that. I should, sure. you know, be patient with them and actually respect what they want True. to do in life, pretty much. Absolutely. And I think this also plays out in, like, relationships yes. as well. Like, expect people have this... Um, Oh, I expect you are expecting so much from someone that you end up expecting the person to act like you. Exactly. (laughs) Forgetting that we're different people. Yes. Born Mm -hmm. uh, who grew up in different um, environments. Yeah. It's like we're never going to be the same. So you need to learn to accept people and accommodate them, and you know, just let go of the expectations you have. That's so wow. This 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 is good. I'm enjoying this conversation <laughs> right now. <laughs> so something I've learned over the years is to do away with people pleasing. Mm-hmm. You don't have to make everybody happy. And this is a bit personal for me because I know that for the longest time I've struggled with just saying no to people. I I always have a problem with telling people plain no. 
like I always just want to see if I can adjust a little bit and you know let you have your way and it's just it's crazy because now that I think about it I remember all the times that I've had to betray myself betray what I stand for mm. or even you know what I just wanted to do just because I wanted to let someone have their way and I think it also you know worsened it all it was also worse for me because I like to think I'm a nice person and I always I think I always wanted people to perceive me as that mm. so I would just want to you know cheap off parts of myself just to let me fit into that um opinion you have of me or that place you want me to be and the truth is that's not even being nice that doesn't even amount to kindness you bending yourself over backwards for someone to have their way just so they think you're nice doesn't mean you're kind you can be firm and say no when you mean no and still be a kind person but we're out here just losing bits and parts of ourselves every day just so we can fit into what is comfortable for other people and so the other person stays happy. But then what happens to you in the long run? You're just um I really I think I'm I'm at loss for words right now, but I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. I feel like you lose yourself because when you try to do things just to please people, you're doing things to be in their favor. Yeah. You find out that half the time you're displeasing yourself, you're very uncomfortable, That's and true. yet you put yourself in that position const- like constantly. I feel like you end up losing yourself. That's why you say people are actually mm-hmm. lost, because at some point you don't know who you are. You don't know what group of people you're trying to please anymore. Yeah. That's and true. I feel like you fight with yourself. <gasps> yeah. And that makes it really bad. So I agree. Completely agree. So what else did you what what else have you learned? Oh. What else have you done away with? Oh. So this next thing I want to say, I don't know if maybe I feel I feel a bit more free saying it in like an American society versus a Nigerian society because I feel like <laughs> Okay. <laughs> because I feel like these days like you know, I'm, I'm Nigerian too, but like a lot of Nigerians tend to shroud, you know, topics like this in the cloud of religion or modesty, okay. right? But I'm yeah. learning um, that it's okay. It's all right to appreciate and celebrate my femininity, you know, my sexual energy, as well as, you know, revel in my intellectual abilities, you know, one doesn't true. cancel the other true. out. Right, this and is I agree. It's it's really interesting because, like, when I was in Nigeria, I used to think, you know, if a woman is like, you know, wearing expensive clothes or like, you know, has her own house or you know, dressing however she likes, you know, there's this thing that people say in Nigeria. Oh, ah, she must be with one man. You know, she's a head man that's yeah. responsible. See, you can't do it on your mm-hmm. own. But you know, I'm really learning that. You don't have to, like, it's okay to, and not, this is, you know, without saying too much, but you don't have to judge people for having, you know, sex. <laughs> like, it's That's all, true, totally true. It's <laughs> all okay, like, as long as, you know, you're being respectful of other people's spaces and, you know, your consent. Um, but, yeah, it's it's something that I'm really realizing and, you know, I'm still learning that. 
yeah as you said it's it's not a conversation that's allowed so as accepted in the nigerian society in the typical nigerian society (laughs) but it doesn't mean that it's not the truth and Mm. i agree that being a woman shouldn't make you feel um some type of way i I don't have the words for it now right now but i totally agree with what you're saying bookie do you have anything to add to that Honestly, I can't disagree with you guys in any way because I completely relate to everything she said. Like this, it's more like doing being you without being judged. Yeah, yeah. The society is so quick to judge. They automatically assume you have, you know, some affair with a man if you're flaunting certain kind of, you know reaches that yes. they don't expect of from women. <laughs> yes, yes. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, I completely agree. Um, I feel like exposure does this to you. Hmm. Because there are people who never get the chance or who would never really understand that it's okay. It's actually okay for you to, if you're rich, treat yourself nice, you know, buy, ride the best cars, take yourself on vacations because you can. Mm. True. True. And and you know, I don't want anyone to get me wrong. Like I'm not saying when I say, you know, I'm celebrating my or appreciating my femininity and sexual energy, you know, I don't want anyone to think that, you know, I'm just out in these streets being a H O E, you know? There <laughs> is a time and place oh my for God. everything. <laughs> right. And you know, we want to No, we got to <laughs> Now this, this is a judgment-free no judgment zone. <laughs> yes. All right. I just wanted no to make that clear. <laughs> <laughs> no, we got That's you. We got you. you, babe. We got you. Okay. Yeah. You know, be you safe out be there, scared. everyone. Be safe in uh-huh. whatever you're doing. <laughs> just be safe. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, okay, it's your turn now. Tell us something you've had to do away with, or something you've learned. Okay. So for this particular one, I was trying to find like a sexy ass name for it or something. Okay. You know, but um, I I termed it unnecessary expenses. Mm-hmm. But then okay. another question pops up, like when you, how do you draw the line between necessary and unnecessary? And unnecessary. Like, my, necessary my necessary may be your unnecessary and vice versa. But um, when I talk about unnecessary expenses... What comes to mind is like, of course, you draw the line between needs and wants, right? And your needs are needs. So we're not just going to go into that because you know you need them. But then the question like about wants pops into my head. Like, do your wants really matter? Like, do are they really that important? Um, I would say the motive behind expenses the motive behind your wants makes it either necessary or unnecessary so there i would use myself like as an example there are things i bought there are things i spent money on that i never really realized why i did that because (laughs) i I didn't use (laughs) exactly i didn't use half of these things some of them i had to give Mm. away at some point because i wasn't using it so i just had to give it off i don't know if you've ever heard of the concept of like formal it's like the fear 
yeah of missing out yeah <laughs> i know i know some people just want to follow trend some people just you know they don't want to miss out on what's going on so you basically spend that money sometimes money that you don't even have but you spend it on you know things that do not matter mm-hmm. and in the end it doesn't help you in any way I feel True. like I've learned over time to so try to practice financial intelligence. I mean, they oh, don't teach us bookie. these things. Isn't that the word they of don't. the day? Financial intelligence. They do not teach us these things in school, but no. I will tell you that yeah. I am constantly learning and trying to, you know, invest my money, my resources, my time in things that would be productive in the long mm-hmm. run for me you know, try to be much more wise with my spending and try to find means to multiply this money, you know? Exactly. I don't I, know if you feel me, but... That, that's, that's making a lot of sense, baby. Oh, my that's God. making a lot of sense. You know, kind of... Oh, yeah, I was having that's... a conversation with somebody recently and then the person was like, most of, your, most of us, we young people, think yeah. we're too young to invest. Mm. We're too really? young to know about you know, handling our money, handling our finances. I think this talk sprung up from assets, assets and liabilities. Person was just talking to me about assets and liabilities. And at the end of the day, we gather for ourselves, especially as young people, because of this feeling of missing mm-hmm. out, you know. Yeah. We gather for ourselves things that just keep taking away from our pockets. Things that are just liabilities. And at yeah, the end of the day, we're just that, losing out. You said it right. It's like you're constantly taking out, and there's nothing replenishing what you're taking yeah. from. True, so true. You basically need to, you know, try to invest more, learn about stocks, learn about shares, things that will fetch you money. And you're never too young to start making good money. You're never too young to own property. You're never, you know, you are too young at some point, but. In our twenties, but not. Mm. Amen to that. Amen <laughs> yes. to that. So I, over time, I have taught myself. I'm I'm still learning. I'm still, you know, developing myself when it comes to that area. But at least I have identified that this is a problem, and I'm trying to fix yeah. it. So that's that's the your motive behind thing. spending is you know you you don't really need it, or you're trying to not miss out on something. You're trying to not miss out on a trend then you should probably, you know, take some steps backward and try to, you know, make you right. Reevaluate, yes. No, I'm actually so glad that Bookie mentioned this point because I didn't even think about it, but that's, I'm also learning this too. (laughs) Because sometimes I talk with some of my friends or even just my older cousins and they're talking about, you know, um, 401k, like retirement accounts, credit yes. lines yes. and I'm just like oh mm-hmm. wow <laughs> I didn't I, what is that <laughs> and I also really used to think that if someone had a budget it meant they were like poor or something but no yeah. everyone yeah. needs a budget that's not what it <laughs> everyone is everyone needs a budget yeah. True. True. I feel like I'm, I'm finding you know the sad thing is oh okay I was gonna say I'm finding <laughs> that it gives that. you more like freedom when you spend your money or save your money like you don't feel that guilt anymore you know that comes with oh man i don't know if i'm gonna if this money that i'm going to use for eating out could go to you know my savings like there's no guilt anymore exactly exactly yeah 
Good point. Good oh my god. <laughs> this conversation is getting too too interesting. It really is. I'm not even watching the time anymore, but I think we should just move ahead. So um I think the next thing for me is I've learned to stop doubting myself. And I feel like this is something that a lot of young people also go through. Um I there are two angles to this, but I always say that I've realized that if you don't believe in yourself, you're going to have a hard time getting other people to believe in you. Especially when it comes to putting yourself out there. If you if you are constantly doubting yourself, then um, there's this thing they tell us in med school. There's this thing they say about um, being confident when you're um, interacting with your patients. Let's say you want to set an mm-hmm. IV line and then you're just acting like you can't do it. Automatically, your patient just gets fidgety and like, can I get another doctor, please? Because I don't know what this person mm-hmm. is doing. And if I were the patient, I'll probably ask for another doctor too because I don't want someone who doesn't know his, you know... Um, stuff handling me or you know just poking and prodding so i feel like it is important that you believe in yourself first stop doubting yourself stop doubting your abilities and sometimes it's not like we're even doubting ourselves or doubting our capabilities it's just that sometimes we're just waiting for a crowd to clap Mm. for us or for a crowd Mm. to just cheer us on before we believe that we're enough before we believe that we can do this before we believe that okay you're probably you're actually making a change but the truth is that sometimes most times even that crowd will not be there and especially at the beginning you might not have a lot of people clapping for you You might not have a lot of people telling you oh you'll do this girl you go girl and that is when i believe that you're going to have to cheer yourself on you're going to have to push yourself to break your limits you're going to have to you know believe so much in yourself that someone the next person finds it easy to believe in you too and the truth is that if you're going to go far you have to have to learn to be your own cheerleader i think that's just the point i'm making and another angle i usually consider this is is this thing called imposter syndrome like a lot of us just feel like who am i to do this really probably it was just luck probably maybe someday somebody's just going to find out that um i really couldn't do this and maybe i just tried it once and it worked and we just keep putting ourselves down with all that negativity with all that i don't know if y'all get what i'm saying now completely i do i i i I do i actually do and for this particular point which you mentioned, like for me, I've had to learn to embrace like self-acceptance, accepting myself for who I am, understanding my personality. And, you know, it's helped me build like self-confidence as well, because you basically doubt yourself and it makes you you're not so comfortable about doing certain things because you're insecure about so many yeah. things. So over time, I've learned to just accept myself, accept my flaws. It's difficult. I'm not going to preach like, oh, yes, do this, do that. But honestly, it's a process. And when you do, I mean, I feel like you're able to face, face yourself and face opportunities that come your way without looking back and doubting like, oh, can I really do this? I mean, are you sure I can do this? 
I feel like at some point you're just going to be like, oh damn, fuck shit up if you if you do it. Well, you know? Good. Yeah. You know? If you don't, okay. But that's just like that's the energy with me right now. Yeah, that's good. Well, I completely agree with. I you. mean, I agree with um, both of you, and, and I think what I would add to that is, you know, in in this search for discovering yourself and being confident in yourself, you know, we all have to recognize that we're human too. So the question is when you do have those moments, when you have that self-doubt, you know, you have that, you know, not complete belief in yourself, who do you surround yourself with? You know, you need to have a team or like friends. Mm. I felt that. You really do need to have people that actually believe in you, people that are rooting for you, like good friends, you know, or people that, you know, even if you're not in a bad place, people that, you know, part of my French will call you out on your bullshit. You know, you need yes. people like that in your life. Yeah. I I, I, felt- I think I have this on my list too, surrounding yourself with people that are actually, you know, would add value to your life. And especially yeah. in times like this, people that will hold you high, you know, and give you the, yeah. just the encouragement you need. That is so true. And I think people, people who have, similar priorities as you yes do. because one thing is surrounding your, yourself with people who you know hold you high but sometimes people try to downplay your will i call it ambition or your drive because it's not the same for yes them. so also having people who have similar priorities as you do or have similar plans as you do also yes. helps you like it's like they they help you pull you out of that you know self-doubt mm-hmm. because we're all heading towards the same direction, if that makes it any does. sense. It does. True. True. Yeah. So, Danny, I think it's your turn, Danny. Tell yeah. us some other thing. Yeah. I think this will be the last. <laughs> the last okay. that you say. <laughs> I feel like this, my, this next point actually flows perfectly. It segues perfectly from what we we're just talking about. Um, and okay. my point is, I'm learning to... And this is something I've not done very well at. My twin sister would actually, <laughs> she would actually <laughs> be a witness to this. Um, but oh God, I'm learning that. to yeah. like put in effort into my social life, friendships. Oh because, my God. And I Danielle, think that's something. Okay. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's definitely something that, you know, it took me coming to the U.S. to actually realize because I feel like Nigeria is much more of a community-based society. You yes. know? Like, even if you don't mm-hmm. really put in the effort, you'll still have friends, you'll still have people that call and check up on you. But, like, that's so true. Here, here it's, that's you know, in, this, in the U.S., it's more of a society of, like, everyone you know, pick yourself up by your bootstraps and like more everyone lives alone. Mm -hmm. And so I'm learning that it actually takes work to build friendships, to have a balanced life, full life actually outside of work and school. But you know, you put in the work, but it's ultimately rewarding. True. I agree. I agree with that. Danny, I'm calling you out on this. You need to do better, (laughs) man. You need to do better. Can we see your pretty face on IG, my dear? Can we? (laughs) Stop laughing. I'm not joking. My my twin sister, Teresa, calls me out on this every single time. Every time. I feel like Teresa is worse. 
No, she's not. No, actually. she's not. No, she's not. Ah, okay, okay. She is not. I'm defending Terry yeah. in this case. Um, yes, Danny, we all think you should, you know, bless us with your face mask. You know? I'm definitely working on it. Okay, okay. Bookie, it's your turn now. It's your turn. Um, okay. I think, um, one thing I would say I have learned to do away with is uh, the idea of always appearing mm. strong. It's more like, I think, I don't know what, if I try to trace the roots, I don't know. I would blame it on society, the Nigerian society, or, you know, we just always want to appear stronger than we really are. We want to appear like everything is actually okay. Um, but I think it takes strength to understand that being vulnerable is not a bad yes. thing. Yeah. Like being, yes. It's okay to be weak sometimes. There will be times when you will be strong. There will be times when you actually be weak and actually need help. It takes strength to know and acknowledge the fact that you need help at certain things and then it also takes strength to ask yes. for help like there have been times in my life when i was going through shit but because every other person around me thought oh she's this bad you know? girl, i just <laughs> i just kept to myself and i kept telling myself oh yeah you're that badass girl yes you are <laughs> and then deep down i'm like no you're not no, no you're not no you're not i know but then it's like trying to be strong all the time it doesn't help there's strength in being vulnerable and it's very okay I to be agree. vulnerable. I agree. 100%. You should agree. be comfortable. Exactly. You should be very comfortable to ask for help when you need help. You should be very comfortable to talk to people. As long as you have the right people around you, you should be able to, you know, reach out. You can't do yes. it all yourself. Like That's basically one thing. And another thing I want to say, because it's more like reaching out to people and all that. Yes, that's what I'm saying. But at the same time, I would say um, I've learned to do it with everything that alters or hinders the expression of my authentic self, like who I really am. Mm. It's I feel like Luki is taking us to another, like a different vibrational <laughs> frequency right now. <laughs> no, she, she is actually well, speaking the language like, of this podcast because that yeah. is all I am about. It's, honestly, it's more like protecting your energy. Um, I will quote a Bible verse for that. It's the uh, Proverbs four twenty three, and it says, "Above all else, guard your heart." For everything you do flows mm. from it. It's like you need to protect True. your energy. You need to be sure of the people. Like without knowing certain things that play out are a reflection of the energy True. around us. But we never really understand that. I've learned to protect my energy, protect it because when people do certain things around me, it affects you. Even if you try as much as saying, Oh yeah, I'm strong, it doesn't come up. Nah. You need to be. You need to be conscious and intentional about protecting your energy. Did I just? <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Yes, we get what but you're saying. Okay. You yes, get yes, the point, the right? Point. Mm-hmm. I'm honestly so glad we're having this conversation because I feel like this is going to be of so much help to a lot of people out there because these things are in the minds of people. But because 
we are living in a society that in which we don't really have these conversations a lot they're not really mm-hmm. things that are talked about people just go about their businesses and act like everything is okay with them and fine with them and really isn't the way to live and yes i'm glad we are the change that we need right now <laughs> and i'm glad i'm bringing all of this to everybody listening i think what i'm going to say now circles back to everything that we've already said and it's just that learn and continue to learn to cut yourself some slack really growth is a process and a very slow one it could be it could be really slow and sometimes it could be frustrating you could just wonder what you're doing you know most of the time and then but the truth is when you sit and look back you realize that you've come a long way you are no longer where you started yeah that's just the beautiful thing about growth anytime i say this to someone i always i always give this example of our throwback pictures (laughs) really 10 years ago i wasn't looking like this (laughs) god knows i don't know what i was looking like but around 10 years ago we were still what head girls of federal government oh my god God. maybe like seven years no i think it's not up to ten six probably Yes, yes, yes. yes. Wow. But yeah, that's the point. So just give yourself time. I know social media doesn't make it easy because everybody is flaunting parts of their life that they want us to see. And then you feel like you're not doing anything with yours or you feel like time is really against you or you're not really doing so much that you're not achieving what all you've planned to achieve. But really just give yourself yes. time just give yourself mm-hmm. time as far as you you've set up structures for yourself and you're goal oriented you're you're moving towards somewhere it's okay to just you know chill enjoy the process you know take it all in and yes i, I think i have people that are occurring with me <laughs> <laughs> i think i think people should just be open-minded be positive towards changes because it's going to come it's it's definitely going to come you should i think people should avoid comparisons and trying to compare themselves with people around them or with their friends or with you know family just understand that it is your life it is your own path and you can make it what you want yes does any other person have anything to say because i think we're wrapping up now I would say parting words. I mean, okay. We live in age and time when social media is like everyone has social media. If you don't, like, are you actually living under a rock? Um, (laughs) But, you know, I'm realizing that social media comes with this pressure. Even if, you know, your work isn't on social media, right? There's this pressure to you know, be a certain way. If you're like very active on Instagram, there's this pressure to always post. Yeah. Honestly, I'm realizing yeah. that, you know, that pressure is just a self-produced pressure. You know, it's like, just do whatever you want to do. <laughs> like, Ooh. actually, when you go to concerts, when you go to events, you don't always have to bring out your phone and record things. You know, you yes. can just enjoy the moment. Right? Enjoy the moment. You know, I agree. Yes. I agree with you. And you know, as much as everyone is, you know, has this 
goal or this dream that they're working towards, it's okay along the way to have a side hustle. You know, it's okay along the way to do something that, you know, helps you get to where you're going. Maybe it could be a job that other people might think is embarrassing or, you know, not worthy of your time. But you might need the money. You might need the experience. And it's okay. That's that's what I would say. Parting words. Ruki, any any parting words? Yes. I believe for me it would be that... In your 20s and in years to come, it doesn't just end in the the 20s. I think it's okay to, it's necessary that people realize that mental health is key. You need to be in the right mental state. You need to be in a good place to actually be productive. And And so many things we mentioned earlier on, they affect you in some way. I just feel people should um, try not to give themselves like self-induced pressure and put themselves in positions that doesn't help your productivity generally I think we should accept ourselves I think we should you know if you have a passion chase it if you if you're if you have an opportunity coming for you try going for it I mean the worst case scenario is usually a no or it doesn't that's work really, out. That's but really the worst case tried. scenario. Nobody <laughs> dies. Right. Really. You know? Yes. You actually yes. tried. And you know, and at that out. point, but you're I'm at your really... lowest. And the only way you can go is up. Up. True. Yeah. Up. Bridget, exactly. Bridget, you just want Bridget, to leave that. Bridget. You just want to get out of that. True. Exactly. So I would say your mental health is very important. If there's anything, anyone that affects you or you realize that there are certain things you do if it's the social if it's social media it's okay to take breaks i call it detox yeah, when yeah. I, do. I just need to you know get all that shit out of my system for as long as you're okay mentally, mentally. and it's good for you to go to therapy i agree i feel like this this is, a, is going to be a conversation for another day because mm. Well, really, day, this whole that. mental health thing it's been it's it's just been nagging me i've been wanting to talk about it it's so on the really like, honestly i want to do stuff about it like i try to I, i've had a lot of things it's just like i just have so much going on at the same time and i'm like you know what i'm going to do this i know i know it's something that we should actually really talk about because it's yeah. real we never really really realized it until I mean, it gets obvious, and when it it's gets really obvious, bad. it means it's it's, it's really been, bad. Yeah, it's it's accumulated over time. That's when it yeah. shows. Like the little signs and symptoms, they're not very yeah. obvious, but it's very necessary. I'm so glad. I'm so, so I'm glad. Stay blessed. We had this conversation. I'm really, really glad. I I I can't really explain how I feel. But I know everybody that will listen to this to this. Everybody listening now is getting something you know getting entertained and <laughs> learning at the same time <laughs> and i really hope to have you both on this podcast some other time i and look yes. forward to that yeah <laughs> this has been good this has really really been i actually good. look forward yes. to invitations in person as well yes that is going to definitely happen. <laughs> to see girls 
Yeah. Okay, guys. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. I have to end this audio now. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having (laughs) us. Bye. Bye. Have a good day, everyone.